0: This is Neil Irwitz with the Center for a New American Security. I'm here today with Paul Shari, who is the uh, director of the brand new Artificial Intelligence and Global Security Initiative. Thanks, Paul.
1: Thanks, Neil. Very excited about this project. So,
0: we're here today to talk about two of the most high-profile people in tech, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg, and their thoughts on artificial intelligence. Um, Supposedly the two of them have had a little bit of a Twitter war. Can you uh tell us a little bit about what that uh what's going on there?
1: Sure so Elon Musk has been talking for some time about the dangers of artificial intelligence basically warning that um, in the near term uh, AI is likely to be very great and create all sorts of um, benefits to society in terms of things like safer cars and better healthcare but in the long term we should be concerned he used some pretty inflammatory language described AI as uh, summoning the demon um and he's gotten you know pushback from others in the tech industry saying look you know not only do I disagree with you but what you're saying is irresponsible Uh, Zuckerberg made a comment this week um, Saying something along those lines of Look this is irresponsible and this kind of blew up in the public space And there's just a divide In the technology space on people who view this You have um, people like Bill Gates Who've come out and said Look I agree with Musk and this is dangerous uh, in the long term, and we need to think about these risks. But, um, there's, there's wide disagreement on those who really work closely with the technology about whether this is a concern.
0: So, as much fun as it is to step between two people with a combined IQ of 340, <laughs> um, who's right?
1: Well, they're both right. They're just right on different timelines, right? So, in the short term, uh, Zuckerberg is, is clearly right that, um, AI has a lot of benefits. In the long term, I think uh, Elon Musk and Bill Gates are, are right as Stephen Hawking has also raised concerns that there are some serious risks here the AI technologies that we're developing right now have they're powerful but they have some fundamental flaws when it comes to safety and control and these are manageable problems when you're using an AI to play go right or answer questions on jeopardy um if you have a more powerful system that could cause some some problems
0: what would some of those more powerful systems be?
1: Well, it could be in a variety of applications. Um, I think I think we're not clear at this point. One of the concerns is that more, well, um, over time we'll have more intelligent systems and we'll put them in charge of more critical things. Um, maybe you know managing electrical power. Um, we certainly already have simple algorithms engaged in stock trading. Um, an estimated somewhere between maybe sixty to seventy percent of all stocks are done by automated um, bots, and. We've seen on the stock market actually some problems with how they work, like Things flash
0: like, crashes, like
1: flash crashes, right? Problems that we actually don't know how to fix. Um, the the solution, if you will, to flash crashes, has been to install circuit breakers to simply take trading offline if the um, the bots get out of control and the um, the stock price moves too quickly in a short amount of time. That's again a relatively manageable problem. Um, the concern in the long term is that, is that you might have an intelligent system that goes awry in a deeper, potentially more powerful way. Um, again, what that looks like very speculative. I think people are just not clear, but it's really stemming some from not, um, not science fiction, although there are obviously lots of things to draw on in science fiction where the robots rise up against us, um, but really more some, some fundamental safety problems today that engineers do understand um, exist in existing AI systems, but we just don't know how to fix them.
0: So let me then ask you to answer a question that is almost certainly impossible to answer. Um, assuming that the questions that Stephen Hawking, Elon Musk, and Bill Gates raise are valid, which seeing the three of them, they probably are, how do we put in some stop gaps? How do we put in some sort of measures to make sure that the things that they're worried about don't actually happen?
1: So there's a growing number of AI researchers focused on safety. Um, for the last couple of years, a big problem has been that people were working on trying to make the AIs better but not necessarily worry about making them safer. Um, and we're now getting to the point where, well, that's a concern because they are getting more effective. Um, and so how do we make sure that they're learning the right things, that they're under control in the right way? I'll give a simple and harmless um, example, um, or two of them, I guess. One was um, a bot that was learning to play Tetris. Um, and learned to pause the game so that it wouldn't lose at the very end. Another one was a, a box-packing robot that learned um, to not go outside um, to pick up new cardboard boxes to bring them inside because it had gone outside when it was raining and someone had turned it off. And it learned that if it went outside, then it would be turned off. So it wasn't trying to rise up against its makers, but it was finding um, a way to end up really circumventing the intent of its designers. Again, manageable when we're talking about you know, packing corporate boxes, but maybe not in a future thing. I think one of the biggest challenges is that right now the research is going into um, thinking about how to design safer systems. That's absolutely critical. There's not as much thinking about um, what are the security implications when people don't design safe systems because maybe they don't care um, or they're actors that um, don't prioritize safety. So let's say people are developing AI-enabled malware right? They may not care as much about safety. And then how do we contend with those types of systems? So right now, all of the research is sort of assuming that the people building AI systems kind of have the have good intentions. Not everyone has good intentions. Um, and so that's a, a, a gap in understanding this space.
0: And so the the fear ultimately would be, you know, a flash crash is bad enough, but how about a flash war?
1: A flash, a flash war would be bad. A flash cyber conflict. Um, you know, we've already seen, um, persistent adaptive malware, um, like the config or worm a couple years ago that got out on the web and, and, um, gummed up a significant fraction of the internet. It was very difficult for cybersecurity researchers to get under control. And it was one of the ways that, that made it hard was that it was constantly being updated by its creators. Well, we're starting to see some advances in, um, in cyber systems that can actually find vulnerabilities and patch them on their own. So you might, and this is, we're not quite here yet but you might in the future imagine systems that actually can improve themselves on their own, right? Malware that can adapt. Um, And that would be a very challenging kind of cybersecurity problem to deal with. So we need to think not just about how do we design safe systems ourselves, but how do we contend with other things that others might build that might be less safe. And we need to really think about the political implications of this. Um, Musk has talked about regulation a couple years ago. A number of AI scientists talked about the need for some kind of treaty. I think there is a, a concern about a potential race to the bottom in safety among actors like nation states who might choose to prioritize capability over safety.
0: Well, let me say this. Uh, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg have succeeded and AI has succeeded in creating the first Twitter war that might actually lead to some useful conversation. (laughs) (laughs) So thanks, Paul. Really appreciate it. Thanks.